goodness, I'm recording, and it's Wednesday, which is just crazy, because usually, you know, the last few episodes I've been recording at mm, 11 p.m. at night, 12.30 in the morning, you know, those kind of things, but here I am, Wednesday, no rush, so good, and real talk from the get-go, 23 seconds in, this is my third time going at recording, and um, I'm feeling just a little bit bogged down because I, this is my first week on the Friday Chip Chats that I've had someone send in a question, and I think I've just, I think, I think I have advice and all these things in the bag and figured out, um, and to where I just kind of go on autopilot and don't really think about what I'm saying, what I'm doing. And so I feel like I've done that a little bit with this podcast and even just the first few times I was recording. I want this to be real and um, authentic and I hate, guys, I have to tell you, I hate how many times I use um, (laughs) but it just keeps happening and I can't stop it. So I also say so too many times. This is just real right now. I'm frustrated at myself because I can't give the advice that I want to give. It's not coming out. Um, But I'm going to try this one more time. And I'm going to give the answer that is cheesy, but I know it's what gets me through. So you're like, Steph, what's the question? I'm like, okay, this guy, settle down. Here it is. So (laughs) my one of my junior hires, who is now going into high school... She sent me a question a couple days ago and said, Hey, Steph, I was wondering um, if you could answer the question, what gives you motivation to keep going when you get stuck on a project or anything of that sort? And in the last few times I recorded this, I was trying to go ham, you know, like giving the best advice ever and just kind of just spitting out at the mouth. Um, And I realized that I'm just blowing air. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. So I'm saying to myself right now, Steph, slow down, um, answer the question and give the truth and give that cheesy answer, which I wish it wasn't cheesy because it's so true. But what I have learned, even within just the last few weeks and definitely the last year and a half of my faith journey has just been losing motivation and, um, kind of feeling like you're taking a few steps back is going to happen. Um, failing is going to happen, and that's just part of life. That's just part of who we are. It's part of the brokenness of who we are. And what's so awesome in that is that Jesus kind of swoops in and says, hey, you're not alone in this. This is what I came for. I came to help you get back on your feet when you lose motivation. I came to pull you out of bed when you can't seem to get up today. Um, and that's the answer. Um, the cheesy, which I hate isn't hate and wish it wasn't cheesy answer of Jesus of when I lose motivation, when I'm lacking discipline, I just have to stop kind of dead in my tracks. And that's what I did the last um, few days, the last few weeks. Um, what I'm going to talk about a little bit later on this chip chats is I've had to just stop and say, God, I, I'm taking steps back. I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling it. Um, I'm feeling weak. I'm falling. I need you. Um, I need you to breathe into me a little bit. Give me a little bit more energy. Um, I need you to just kind of light up that next step. I need you to just kind of push me on to that next thing. And 
he's never failed me. He's never um, held back anything from me. And I know that it sounds so simple um, and honestly is a little bit harder to grasp um, when it's when it's just said. It's It sounds so easy, but at the same time, it's easier said than done kind of thing. You know, so you're like, okay, Steph, how do I put this into action? Um, how do I find motivation when I'm trying to finish something or when I'm trying to um, get something done or anything of that sort? I'm reading over the text again to make sure I kind of answer it correctly. Um, how do I get motivation to keep going is sometimes I just stop in the moment. So my advice, my... Um, <laughs> challenge or the action step, whatever we want to call it, (laughs) um, is to just stop, um, and kind of find your balance. Don't beat yourself up, um, but use that time to, rather than turn and shame yourself and push yourself down for not finishing something and not doing what you wanted to do that day, remind yourself that, First, the Lord's with you. Second, the Lord is so good. And third, you can do it. You can do it with his power. You can do anything with his power. And it's as simple as getting out of bed. <laughs> That's been a huge prayer of mine is just getting out of bed in the morning <laughs> and having just a little bit of time to wake up. Um, I really wish I was a morning person, but I'm not. And so just trying to find that balance in the morning is something I've been praying about, honestly, and just saying, God, wake me up tomorrow tomorrow morning. I need this. And he's done it. I mean, it hasn't been like me popping out of bed saying, Ooh, let's, let's get this day started. Cause if any of y'all know me, that's not me. <laughs> Probably never will be, but, um, it has been a, just a constant, um, reminder that the Lord is with me when I wake up. The Lord is there encouraging me, walking by my side, all of that. Um, and yeah, I'm going to kind of just stop, <laughs> stop trying to keep going on this and just leave it at that of as simple as stop and give it all to Jesus. Stop and just remind yourself of who he is and what he's doing in your life. So yeah, Emma, I hope that answers your question. If not, girl, text me. We'll talk about it a little bit more. Um, kind of a little bit out of breath right now. I'm nervous to like hit the mic. I'm really just aware of my surroundings right now because I have my um, headphones on with the mic, plugged into the mic so then I can hear. It's just a different, guys, it's just very interesting. (laughs) So I'm sorry if this podcast sounds a little bit different, but I'm trying to figure out the ins and outs of this mic thing and the recording thing so that it sounds better for you guys on the other end. And so it's not as choppy, it's not as, um, where you have to turn up the mic full, or the volume full on your phone or on, in your car or anything. I don't want to blow your speakers out. (laughs) So trying to figure that out on my end. So hopefully by the end of this first season of Good Good Talks, I can, uh, you know, be a pro pretty much is what I'm trying to say. So. Emma, thank you for shooting me a question. Text me, like I said, if it doesn't, if you need a little bit more, call me if you need a little bit more. I'm here for you. Um, and I want to remind you guys that Chip Chats is to answer questions. Is to, I, I so just want, I want to be talking about what's going on in your guys' life and to be able to kind of 
pull people in that maybe have gone through the same thing or or 10 years ago went through the same thing or something that maybe I'm going through. I just want it to be a place where you guys can sit down and just feel like you're having real conversation with somebody where you can say, you can leave that conversation saying, all right, sweet, I feel better than when I left, Um, which is kind of a super high standard, (laughs) what I'm realizing right now. Um, that I'm setting for myself and for this, but my, honestly, guys, my prayer through this is that the Lord speak in some way or some, somehow, and, um, yeah, so that is what I want chip chats to be, but right now, until I get more questions, I'm just gonna be filling this chip chats in with just things I feel like the Lord has put in my heart, things that, I don't know, I can have little chats about with you guys and kind of just share something that I'm going through, I'm learning, and just pray that it's something that can be speaking into a part of your life, a season of your life. <laughs> I'm so, ooh, I'm out of breath. This is weird. It's like I'm holding my breath as I'm talking. So this week's Chip Chats is going to be about, um, I don't know if it's rejection or if it's, I don't know what I'm going to call it. I think I'm just going to call it finding confidence in the Lord because holy moly, I've learned that in the last five days. So there's this book called Uninvited by, let me look at it real quick, Lisa Turkhurst. I think that's how you say her name. Anyway, I got this book last September, October, opened it, started reading it. I was like, dude, I got this totally cool, totally fine. Um, just kind of it wasn't speaking to me the way that I felt like everybody else was really amping it up and saying it was this great book and I just wasn't, I wasn't getting it. So set it back down, kind of thought I was too cool for school and didn't need it. And I ran into somebody that was reading it and I saw on their bookshelf, I was like, you know what? I, I started reading that. I just couldn't really get into it. I just wasn't like really speaking to me and I just feel kind of weird because everybody else liked it and I don't. And she said to me, you know, I think it's really speaking to me right now because I'm in a season that this woman is is talking about. And um, I think that once you get in that season, you'll know. (laughs) And I saw it sitting on my bookshelf this morning and realized I am in that season now. (laughs) So the book's called Uninvited and the little title under it is Living Loved When You Feel Less Than, Left Out, and Lonely. So honestly kind of sounds dramatic, but I think a whole bunch of us feel it. A whole bunch of us feel left out and lonely and don't want to admit it because we're in a society in a place where everybody fits and everybody's having a great time in their life. I mean, come on, Steph, you live in Orange County, California. You just moved a couple weeks ago. You have some great friends, a great church family, two great sets of friends that are only an hour and a half apart. I mean, why could you, why would you ever feel less than or lonely or left out or anything? You know, it's ridiculous. Um, and yeah, that can be true. I can see all the good and try to be thankful for it. But at the same time, at the end of the day, I have to realize that those are feelings that I'm feeling and it comes from way, way deeper than, than I could understand or I could know. And it doesn't hit me until, like Lisa says in their book, you kind of have this rotten um, ceiling beam or whatever um, board that's holding you up. 
and it's starting to break, but you just keep piling on top of it until sooner or later it's going to burst, it's going to bust, and you're going to realize that your foundation wasn't where it needed to be, your identity wasn't where it needed to be. And so, guys, I've I've had just a really great last year and a half of growing with Lord, and I thought I had it all figured out. <laughs> I thought I had my confidence in him figured out. I thought I had this foundation that just was going nowhere, really. And it wasn't until I just had this just weird encounter with some friends of just miscommunication, misunderstanding, um, and they hit that board. They they hit it just right to where everything came crashing down on me and my emotions couldn't handle it anymore. My my heart, my head couldn't handle it anymore and I just burst and I kind of fell apart on one of my friends that I've been friends with the last few weeks. Well, I live with her. Her name's Kinsey. Kind of fell apart on her and I felt horrible because it wasn't her fault whatsoever. She was the one that was just kind of telling me what was going on and um, hit home for me. Short story for a very long story was I felt left out. I felt forgotten. I felt like people didn't want me to be part of their plans. I felt rejected. And I just realized that, yes, that's a huge insecurity of mine. But as I've been reading this uninvited book, that it's been something that I've been feeding into constantly and just over and over and over again. Not only the last few months of my life here in California, but just the last like 23 years of my life, I've been very, very good at shaming myself and putting myself in a corner and saying nobody wants to be my friend that I'm gonna that I'm rejected right now like the way that that girl looked at me the way that guy looked at me it's just um they don't like me this this that I've constantly just fed lies to myself to where anytime someone does something (laughs) they don't mean anything of it um I can interpret it way differently because of those lies that I've given and fed myself So, for example, Lisa writes about a chapter is literally called The Woman at the Gym Who Hates Me. And she writes about how she goes through just a 15-minute workout with this lady. And one thing after another, she feels like she's hurt this person's feelings. And by golly, she hates her now. Um, And then randomly one day, the same lady smiles at her. And Lisa talks about how she perceived this thought process. She perceived this whole entire thing that this lady thought when really, in short, she may have just thought nothing of it. She may have not been bothered by the fact that Lisa was talking on the phone, but rather she just said, hey, she's talking on the phone. I'm going to go over here just to like maybe give her some space or something like that. But what she was trying to explain is that she thinks that this lady hates her But that was something that she created in her head. It was this scenario that she made up in her head to where it's something like rejection, like anything that we can build up against ourselves. And um, slowly but surely, it comes back and kind of feeds into other parts of our lives. So for me, what I mean by that is um, I always put myself in a corner and say that no one wants to be friends with me, (laughs) that no one wants to talk to me in this group, that no one wants to, I don't know, that no one wants me to be there. 
that the only reason that I believe that is because I put myself there, that I have constantly just over the years said, I'm the one left out. I'm the one that's always walking behind when, okay, yeah, that could be true. I could always be that person walking behind, but that's because my confidence wasn't where it needed to be. It's because um, I was making myself feel rejected and was making myself walk in the back of the group because I was feeding myself these lies that my friends didn't want to be with me when come on, that was just a story that I perceived and literally made up in my head and wasn't what happened. And so all to say, that's what happened this last week with my friend Kenzie and a few other people of, I just, I made up this thing in my head and, um, the lies that I've been lying to my, saying to myself and feeding myself of just really feeding that insecurity of my, my friends don't want to be my friends that after a few weeks they'll kind of get used to me and not want me to be around and um in the moment when I was talking to Kinsey all of those lies were coming true all of those fears were coming true but in reality nothing was happening I just had built it up so much that guys literally I got off the phone with Kinsey um I processed it a little bit um with Allie and I was like dude, I'm way over-dramatizing this. I'm making this a way bigger deal than it is because that one thing, that misunderstanding, that miscommunication hit home in a lie that I'd been feeding myself, hit home in the insecurity of just um, friendships and approval from friends and all of this jazz. And so... All to say, <laughs> um, I'm still in this book, Uninvited. I think I'm literally on page 30 right now. Let me see. Mm, yeah, 28. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still learning a lot. But I really wanted to share with you guys that um, literally, like, I want to say five, ten minutes before I got on the phone with Kinsey, I use, I try to use my time when I'm driving to pray. Um, I'm not super good at it because then I get really self-conscious that people are seeing me talk to myself. Then I remember it doesn't really matter. <laughs> so half the time I care what they think, half the time I don't. Um, anyway, so I'm having this time, trying to have this time with the Lord and just like saying to him, okay, God, um, I don't have my person here. Um, and I really, I need you to be my person. I need, I was feeling like there's a void and I so know that Jesus is the thing that needs to fill that but it's hard at times it's hard when I'm surrounded by everybody that seems to have their person and I don't have mine quote-unquote um and so I just was real praying Lord I need you to be my person and then I get on the phone with Kinsey over dramatize this whole thing and I take a step back the next day and I'm like Steph literally that's what we were, you were praying for was for the Lord to be your person. And you realized that you realized that your confidence wasn't in him as much as you thought <laughs> that, um, you asked, you wanted him to be your person. And now this has happened to where it hit your board, it hit your soft spot. And, um, this has all happened to show you like the Lord is your person and always will be your person, but you have to trust that and know that and believe in that and at that time I wasn't trusting that I wasn't believing that I wanted it I did but I wasn't believing it I didn't really think that he could be that for me um so through all this I've 
learned that I have been looking towards people to be my approval, to be, to give me the confidence that I need, to um, give me the assurance that I need, and it sucks because there's some great people out there. I have some wonderful people in my life. Um, I do. I mean, I can't even. I literally can't say think say. I can't think of ways that they failed me, but I do know that they're people. That they're broken just like me, and they aren't meant to hold me up. They're meant to. Yes, carry my burdens, but at the same time, I'm supposed to hold on to my burdens as well. I'm supposed to um, have that. Oh, I'm, just, I'm literally like mixing this with two books that I've read right now. Um, how, yes, they can, they're meant to take on our burdens, but the Lord is solely there for us. And if we lean too much on them, they're going to fall because they're not meant to hold us up. The Lord is meant to hold us up completely. And so. I've realized that I'm leaning on people, and that's so okay. Community and relationships is so good, but the Lord needs to be that sole foundation. The Lord needs to be who I'm looking at for that and who I'm looking at for my confidence and for my approval um, and for my assurance um, and reassurance that I'm doing what I want to be doing. I'm doing, I'm, I am where I need to be and all that. Um, I think the community and friends are so good for that. Um, so life-giving in that, but at the same time, God needs to be the foundation first, and I've just, I've learned that, and I just really felt like I needed to share that with y'all in some way or another. Whew, I'm out of breath again. <laughs> like, I hold my breath when I'm talking or something, but I hope that that's kind of given one of you um, some kind of, first, just, you're not alone in the weirdness and the um, just this adult life of trying to have friends, um, trying to see your singleness as a gift, trying to love everyone around you, but also give yourself care as well, but then also pursue the Lord and pursue what he has on your life. Just, there's all these things and it can be confusing and hard, but, um, just being reminded that the Lord is our confidence, Lord is our foundation, um, is what brings me back and kind of settles me down a little bit. <laughs> so hopefully that speaks to one of you guys. Um, I'm getting tired and it's only nine o'clock. So thank you for listening. Hope that, um, yeah, I hope that y'all have a great Friday and I'll see you next week. <laughs>